millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision but but you know we're really in, in for us we're not really even into political season right and we're getting crowds like this we were all over over the last couple of weeks we like to troll we like to go the night before one of their primaries we just we do a little trolling it's called we do a little trolling <laughs> bernie sanders was very upset why would he be there why why because i want to win i want to keep everybody happy guess that's a good reason
We will make America great again. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. First of all, I need each and every one of you to wish real Red Pill 78 girlfriend, a.k.a. fiancé, a big happy birthday in the chat. Tell her how much you love her. She's here working every single day, taking care of the uh, the trolls and whatnot. I mean, not that we block people on the channel. you, you got to be a real reject to get blocked here. Pretty much... Uh, what I want is for the audience to call people out when they act stupid. Um, also, uh, Esther, I just checked and Tom is not blocked on the channel. So I, I just, I don't know. I don't have any, I don't have any idea of why that would be. But it, it's distressing to me. The only thing I can think of is if he goes into his back end on Rumble and there's a little help bubble at the bottom. He can click that and send an email out and ask them what's going on. They just unsubscribed a bunch of people recently also. And like, I haven't said anything particularly uh, controversial, I guess. So, I don't know why that would be. But, if you guys haven't yet, please consider hitting the like button. Please consider sharing the show. I would sincerely appreciate it. Yeah, troll the trolls. That's exactly it. Alright guys, so without further ado, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. So I hate to be the one to tell you guys, but just like groceries and gas, your power bills are expected to keep hitting record highs in the coming months. 
It's gotten so bad in certain places across America, power companies have up to $13 million in uncollected bills. People are just unable to afford the prices. Costs show no signs of slowing down, and if anything, they're only going to get worse. Now, that's why tens of thousands of people all across America are now beginning to use this magical little device to help slash their power bills down and beat the greedy utility companies and the Biden regime. This device is compact, it's energy-saving, and it helps you reduce your electricity bills and optimize your home's power usage. You can experience the incredible cost savings it offers at an exclusive 65% off by visiting the link in the description of this video. Don'twastepower.com. Once again, that's Don'twastepower.com. The link is in the description. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back. Thank you, everyone. Uh, so, yeah, Esther, I, I checked in Rumble in the back end, and it gives me a list of every single person that has been banned or muted. And uh, there's only a handful of people who have been muted on my channel. And those are people who, like, showed up and said, like, Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll and stuff like that. So um, but, yeah, he's not muted on my channel. So whatever problem he's experiencing, the only thing that I can suggest is to actually get a hold of Rumble and see if they can address it, uh, because from the looks of it, I'm unable to do anything about it, which is frustrating. Tom, you know we love you. Uh, I, I, I hope that you can get it sorted out so that you come back here and join us. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone who is here, whether you're watching on Getter or you're over there on Twitter or if you're over on Pilled.net at the Foxhole. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. So. I want to begin today with a short discussion, something that I've talked about on so many different occasions in the past, but a follower on Twitter, a.k.a. X, named Mary, suggested uh, something in the comments of today's show when I posted it. She said something to the effect of uh, MAGA refuses to admit that Donald Trump invented the vaccine and he refuses to pull it off the market when it's killing people. So there's a, a couple of different things that she presupposes in that statement, which are just factually incorrect. And Mary, I hope that this will be a learning experience for all of us. Let's begin, first of all, with the idea that Donald Trump created the vaccine. Um, Operation Warp Speed was a program put into action by Donald Trump after he had received word from advisors in his administration, advisors who admittedly lied to him, but advisors that he needed to rely upon to provide accurate information and more specifically accurate medical information because Donald Trump is not a doctor. Donald Trump is not a virologist. Donald Trump does not work in a lab and Donald Trump does not create vaccines. So Donald Trump implemented Operation Warp Speed, which was not only meant to address the idea that a vaccine would be necessary uh, to effectuate an opening of the economy, uh, closing down that uh, the idea of two weeks to stop the spread and stopping people from wearing masks and standing six feet apart. Now, we know all of those various things that they told us we had to do didn't make any sense. There was no factual basis behind it. The entire agenda was about scaring the country to the point where everybody would stay inside. The rhinos and the Democrats in the deep state would be able to implement universal mail-in voting, and then they could use that to cheat in the 2020 election. So, 
the people who created the vaccine, which included Anthony Fauci, one of those experts who gave Trump his, quote, expert opinion that 100 million people were going to die if he didn't, A, shut down the country and then, B, come out with the vaccine as soon as possible. Now, obviously, he had a financial motivation to get one of those vaccines, the Moderna vaccine, to market. And even if Moderna vaccine wasn't the only one that was available, it would mean that Anthony Fauci and the people at Moderna would rake in billions of dollars, which they did. So the anger at the introduction of the vaccine, first of all, if you're going to be angry at anybody, you be angry with Anthony Fauci because Anthony Fauci was actually a doctor. Anthony Fauci actually worked in a lab. Anthony Fauci actually was providing supposed expert medical information and advice. So I would say be angry at Anthony Fauci. Second of all, Operation Warp Speed was not only about the introduction of vaccines. Vaccines, if you remember just a couple of years ago, vaccine science by and large, was accepted in America. I have not been a vaccine proponent, and I have not been for many years. However, a vast majority of the American public thought that vaccines were safe and effective and that if a vaccine was going to be put out by the federal government uh, or by these private industries, then it would be safe. We now know that to simply not be true. And actually, real quick, before this goes away, let me say thank you to Q Patriot Angel, who says, happy birthday to the amazing woman behind the great man. Uh, little to spend in the Badlands marketplace. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate that. So continuing, um, the, the the Operation Warp Speed was not only about the introduction of the vaccine. The vaccine was that 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 red line, the metric by which they said we would be able to open the economy. So, yes, the fast tracking of the vaccine took place, but they never intended to test it. They never intended to have any safety or efficacy in regards to it. They already had these various shots. Call them what you will. These mRNA clot shots, they had them. They already knew the effects of them, and they knew that when they introduced them, they would probably kill mass numbers of people, and they would also injure and incapacitate a vast number of others. And then probably in some people, they wouldn't be working at all because maybe they would be saline injections. But regardless, the same medical experts who lied to President Trump and the American people about the need to uh, effectuate the release of this vaccine uh, also lied about the state of the nation and the world in regards to the deadliness of COVID-19 and uh, uh, probably a whole bunch of other things, uh, to be perfectly honest at this point. So the same people who lied about the deadliness of COVID also lied about the need for a vaccine, and that was a component of Operation Warp Speed. Other components of Operation Warp Speed were making medications available that would be prophylactic or that would treat COVID or any other sickness such as. And that included ivermectin. That included hydroxychloroquine. That included alternative therapies, which largely had not been discussed on a mass scale. That included chlorine dioxide, which you can pick up right now at onenessdrops.com using the code RP78 to save 15% off. It also included... UV light therapy. Okay. President Trump was vilified. He, he was made fun of in the mainstream media for talking about light ther- therapy, for talking about chlorine dioxide. They told, they, they put out a, a whole meme about how he supposedly told MAGA uh, Americans to drink bleach. Obviously did not happen. Totally fake. So if you're going to be mad at anybody, be mad at the mainstream media. 
Be mad at the pharmaceutical industrial complex that lied to everyone about the availability of a variety of medicines which would have effectively taken away any possible danger or even just the, the duration and, and, and amount of sickness that you would be subjected to if you did catch COVID or any other sickness of that type. Those are the people who we need to be angry with. Now, the second portion of your statement that, that President Trump refuses to remove from the market, please tell me. How is it that President Trump would have the authority to remove this medication from the market, given the fact that he's not the president right now? Okay, I know there are some people out there who think he's president, but even if you think he's president, he's not acting as president. He's not giving orders to the the government at large. He's not living in the White House. So no matter what you think the true nature of Trump's role right now, he is not acting in the capacity of the president. So it's up to the FDA and it's up to the American medical establishment operating under perhaps the illusion of Joseph Robinette Biden as president. Those are the people who have not done anything about the jabs. And one more thing about the jabs, President Trump never mandated them. The mandates were put in place by one Joseph Robinette Biden. So no matter what you think about President Trump's true role and what he's actually doing right now, uh, he does not simply have the power to suggest, hey, take those vaccines off the market because they're unsafe. But what's happening right now is that slowly the true nature of these jabs, their dangerousness, uh, the safety and efficacy that simply doesn't exist, it is getting out. And as it gets out, it impugns the character of that pharmaceutical industrial complex, of Dr. Anthony Fauci, and of the current regime, which frankly is the one who would have the authority and rightfully deserves the blame if they don't take this stuff off the market, and they haven't. So everything that you've thought, I, I'm surprised and uh, if you listen to the show i'm surprised that you would even think those things but i hope that what i've just told you rings as something that makes sense it's certainly it's true i believe what i'm saying to you and i know that i'm right you know i'm not arrogant uh and i try to be as humble as i possibly can but this is an issue that i have thought about quite a bit so i know that it's correct I know that it's truly the way that our anger should be directed, and uh, it's Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is Dr. Death. It's the pharmaceutical industrial complex that used their power and their influence to pull a snow job over on the American people and, frankly, the entire world. Uh, so let me also say thank you so much to Esther G13, who says, let's continue Lisa's birthday celebration, sending you warm hugs. Lisa, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Yes. And I see people uh, uh, openly wondering whether or not Toby Keith would have taken the vaccine. Um, I don't know. You know, I never saw Toby Keith uh, as being somebody who, who would shill for the vaccine industry. Um what I will tell you is that there are a lot of really intelligent people and people working in the uh, the the entertainment industry, music and such, who did take jabs because they were told that they weren't going to be able to record. They weren't going to be able to tour. 
so Toby Keith might have been one of those people who took uh, perhaps one of the Johnson and Johnson injections. And I, I don't mean to imply that he did because I don't know. But to be quite honest with you, because he was in the entertainment industry, no matter how based he was, uh, I think it's possible that he may have. Now, I hope that perhaps his family comes out if it is because of the jab. I hope to God they come out and say, you know, Toby Keith died as a result of taking this completely unnecessary and unsafe clot shot. And that will be the main subject that we talk about today. But before we get into all of that, uh, I need to say thank you so much to Big Bird 38, who says happy birthday to Lisa. Thank you to Sean Joe for dropping a cookie. You too, Porpoiseful. Sean Joe also just gifted a three-month bronze tier subscription. Thank you so much for dropping those subscriptions. Porpoiseful is the one who picked it up. Uh, Just Duckies, God bless everyone and much love. And then Khaleesi 2020, good to see you, Khaleesi. Uh, dropping some shades, and then Just Ducky says, happy birthday and much love to Lisa. Okay. All right, you guys. Um, so, yes, uh, God bless Toby Keith. God rest his soul. It's a shame. He was only 62. But the other part of it is that he, he wasn't in, like, the best shape. I mean, he was kind of an average American by today's standards. And uh, I I don't know. I don't know what the, the truth of it is. I, I hope to God it wasn't the jab, because if it was, then it was totally avoidable, and it didn't have to be that way. Um, but again, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that ended up being it. Now, uh, like I said, I hope that someone from his camp comes forward and says either he definitely didn't take the jab, this was natural, I haven't seen an autopsy or anything like that. As far as I know, they're not releasing a ton of information. It only happened in the last 24 hours. Uh, but if it was the jab... I hope that they say something about it because it's simply just a tragic waste of life. It's a loss. Uh, it's really, really awful. Okay. So, oh gosh, you guys. Um, so, uh, I'd like to begin today, first of all, with a breaking report, which is coming from James O'Keefe and the O'Keefe Media Group. This is a 20 minute video, so we're not going to watch the whole thing. We're just going to watch the introduction, but I will give out the link and I suggest you get a chance to watch it later on today because, uh, James O'Keefe LKW Cross, thank you so much for dropping a donation over there on Ko-Fi. I sincerely appreciate it. Ko-Fi.com forward slash redpill78. Also, uh, yesterday we got a donation on Cash App, and it didn't come in until after I was off the air. So let me also say thank you very much to Cynthia, who says uh, super awesomeness. Thank you very much, Cynthia. I appreciate you. All right, let's go ahead and watch this little video from James O'Keefe. He infiltrates one of those migrant centers that they've been investigating in Arizona. And it goes about as well as you would expect. I don't know why they're asking me. Here, I'm going to stay on the city. Standing in front of the Ramada in Tucson Airport, police officer told us to mind our own business. What is this, a migrant place? Where is it? It's out of your business. Get going. We see migrants, illegal immigrants standing in the rooms and told us not to go in. What is this business over here? It doesn't matter. You gotta go because the Pima County is coming with the sheriff. Get out of here. We're going in anyway. They're supposed to have a sponsor. That yeah. means that they lied to be yes. here in the first place. And that's here. what will get them in trouble. We wanted to talk to someone about resources. We put a hidden camera on a Mexican illegal immigrant whistleblower. Caesar also saw a sign for Las Palmas. Quieren cobrar dinero por nosotros al gobierno. Many subcontractors, many money grabs that get paid no matter what. Listo para hacer. Bebés americanos. 
And I just realized I was muted the entire time I was talking there. So I was, oh God, I feel like such a, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what they're talking about, Caesar, the, uh, illegal alien whistleblower who's inside this migrant center, he's having a conversation with either a resident of this center or perhaps an employee of a non-governmental organization. And they're talking to each other about having babies on American soil. Uh, conceiving anchor babies so that they can then have a tie to the nation. They're not going to kick out the parents of an American citizen. They're going to allow them to stay. And I, I have to believe that there is an orchestrated plot afoot, either to impregnate American females or to just find another illegal to have the baby uh, and then uh, and then drop it right here on American soil so then they can't be kicked out. But I've noticed that también son como pandilleros y sí. ahí me pusieron eso oh, okay. sí. so este ticket te lo dieron en casa alitas sí Casa Alitas is the organization he's talking about, the non-governmental organization that provided the free airfare uh, and uh, you know I mean I witnessed this firsthand a couple of weeks ago coming back from Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com.
A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. California, the, the plane from Phoenix to North Carolina, just full. It was full of people who did not speak English. You're not going to convince me that these are just a bunch of Americans who just never bothered to learn the English language. Ah, and he's warning him they will ask you about gang tattoos, but Border Patrol still lets people in, many of them. Bearable says, sorry I'm late. Happy birthday, real red pill girlfriend. Thank you so much, Bearable. Appreciate you. There is a lot passing over the border. Yes, there are many gang members. Oh, Catholic Community Services? Catholic Community Services is also the non-governmental organization that my guest over the weekend, Terry, uh, is uh, is infiltrating their migrant centers in Chicago. They're operating these centers all over the country, helping to infiltrate the American landscape with illegal aliens all over the nation. To them, but the problem is they don't treat well to them. Oh, they don't treat them well? No. Sir, what is all this? I also want to say, if you're only listening to the audio podcast, James O'Keefe is dressed like a homeless guy. <laughs> he's got a wig on. Uh, he's carrying around, I think it looks like a, a 40 ounce in a, in a brown paper bag. Yes, you do have to tell me. And finally, took off my homeless disguise. He's got a thing and he's recording. Yeah, it's called a microphone. What is your name and badge number? I love is alive. Look at these guys. So anyways, hey, what's going on here? I can tell by your tone you're probably not a fan of First Night. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> Carter, is that a bus filled with illegal immigrants behind you? I'm not sure. Oh, you know it's no. a bus. Don't lie to me. Right, you know do that's you have a- any other questions about Yes. Do you- why did you just lie to me that you're not sure what that is? Is that a bus filled with illegal immigrants? Look, look behind you. So... That deputy clearly standing in front of a bus full of illegals being dropped off at this migrant center, refusing to turn around and admit the obvious. America is under siege. There is an invasion coming in, streaming across that border because the government of the United States of America under the regime of Joseph Robinette Biden and his commie infiltrators, which make up the various agencies of the federal government, refuse to do anything about it. My friends, this is their plan to win the election in 2020. They have literally destroyed and degraded the United States of America to the point where they know that they're not going to win, even with as many illegal fake phantom votes they might have in pretty much every state all across America. They know that the only way that they're going to possibly be able to do it is to infiltrate America with illegals, give them some form of amnesty, and then pass them a voter ID card before November. And this is why it's such a big deal, because if this continues on unabated and our elected officials do nothing about it, uh, they may be successful. Uh, I am counting on the fact that we have people in Washington, D.C. who are seeing this, who understand just how dire the situation is, and we do, but they need to take action. 
and this supposed border bill, this invasion bill that Senator Lankford was working on with the Democrats is not the way to do it. Here, I'm going to pass out the link to that. And so the government was infiltrated. The country is invaded. Uh, And here we go. I'll go to Twitter as well. And let me make sure this is muted. Uh, Yeah, mute that tab. Okay, drop that over there on Twitter. Definitely watch the whole video. I haven't even seen it yet. That's as much as I've seen. Uh, There's another 17 minutes left. It's uh, very, very good and well worth the watch. So that's in Tucson, Arizona. If you happen to be uh, a resident of Arizona and you see something, you want to send me videos or pictures, uh, I would love to take a look at it. I've had a couple of people send me some things from the southern border. Also, my friend Stacy, who was there over the weekend, she sent me a whole bunch of videos. Uh, I was unable to put them together today, but I'm going to do that for you guys for tomorrow. Now, I have some really unfortunate news for you, you guys. One of the viewers in the chat uh, keyed me in to a bit of disturbing news, which is that I was right. It looks like Toby Keith did actually take the clot shot. So this is from Vaccine Regrets. And let me just make it larger so you guys can see it. After Toby Keith died from raging turbo cancer, that's okay. If I would have heard that he died of turbo cancer, I would have just assumed it was the jab. His foundation staff deleted a post of them receiving the clot shot in 2021. Why would they do that? So January 8th of 2021, basically as soon as you could get the shots, the Toby Keith Foundation says our staff got COVID vaccines today. So thankful to all of those who included our group in their planning and helped keep us the corral safe. There is actually a link provided to it, which now has been uh, deleted. Country singer Toby Keith dies at 62. Uh, Yes, surrounded by family. So the only way people get turbo cancer, guys, is after they've taken the shot, because we've seen this time and time again, over and over again. Keith announced his stomach cancer diagnosis in 2022, months after first receiving the news from his medical team in the fall of 2021. Wow. So he got jabbed in January got cancer by the fall. Last year, the country musician gave a positive update on his health in an interview. I feel pretty good, he told E! News. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, and obviously we know how that turned out. Toby Keith is no longer with us, and it's truly uh, a a tragedy. It is a a tragic waste of life. Um, So my mom says, how was two-year cancer deemed turbo? I thought turbo was a couple of months. Well, mom, he developed cancer, between January and, let's say, uh, August. So within seven months, he, he was not sick at the beginning of the year. And you also have to remember that Toby Keith, being a you know multi-platinum award uh, singer, uh, the man had as much money as you could ever possibly need. So it's very possible that he was spending a lot of money on his treatments, doing absolutely everything he could to stay ahead of it. And, yes, it took roughly two years for it to claim him. Um, but yes, uh, you know, turbo cancer is, uh, is just a term. Uh, and I think that if it was anybody else, if you developed cancer between January and August, you, you probably would have been gone uh, even quicker than Toby. All right. So let's talk about the border a little bit more. Yesterday, uh, we had word that the Senate border bill from James Lankford, the border invasion bill was likely, uh, going to be dead in the water. So, The thing we were really hoping for was that 
Alejandro Mayorkas, the secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, uh, would successfully be impeached. Now, considering the various comments I've already made on this broadcast and so many broadcasts in the past, the dereliction of duty, uh, that right there is a high crime and misdemeanor. The failure to enforce the law, the, the willful ignorance of the law, failing to do anything, in regards to your job, I think is deserving of impeachment. Now, unfortunately, the Republicans could not get their act together, and there were three or four Republicans that voted with the Democrats, and then they actually had to wheel Al Green in from the hospital. He was wearing a hospital gown. I guess he just had emergency surgery, uh, and he was the tie-breaking vote. <clears throat> if it wasn't for him, then it wouldn't have been a tie. Literally, there were uh, all of the Republicans, but three or four, and then, of course, all of the Democrats. And the full House could not get this off the ground. So uh, this is the kind of thing that they're willing to do, win at any cost, essentially. Green was in the hospital on Tuesday recovering from emergency abdominal surgery. Uh, but he spoke to his doctors, and he was cleared to leave his room immediately. So essentially, as soon as they wheeled him out of the operating room, they also ended up wheeling him straight into the Senate. So uh, Al Green... Excuse me, into the house. And uh, if again, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for these turncoats that had made the decision to vote with the Democrats, then Alejandro Mayorkas would have been impeached. And there is no one more uh, better suited for impeachment in the federal government right now, perhaps besides Joe Biden, that I can possibly think of. Uh, I am aghast at the idea that anyone in elected government Inside this nation, seeing what's happening right now, uh, can look in the in the face of the American people uh, and 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 tell them that Alejandro Mayorkas does not deserve to be impeached. Uh, now, Utah Representative Blake Moore voted no alongside three other Republicans. We're going to see exactly who they were right now so that you can figure out who you're supposed to call later on uh, and let them know about your displeasure. So. Uh, in a 214 to 216 vote. Wow. 214 to 216. Uh, we had California Representative Tom McClintock, Colorado Representative Ken Buck, who had already gone on record saying that he wasn't going to vote yes, Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher, and Utah Representative Blake Moore. Uh, Blake Moore might be uh, used to being under the thumb of Mitt Romney. Freight Awakening says happy 29th to Lisa and happy 64th to James Spader. <laughs> That's so funny. When I was a uh, when I was younger, do you guys remember Stargate? I had hair like James Spader and of course I had the glasses too and so people always used to tell me that I looked like James Spader. Um but luckily I I kept more of my hair than James Spader did. So I'm just going to read that again. California Representative Tom McClintock not super surprised. He's essentially a, a, a rhino. Colorado Representative Ken Buck. I think he wants to give a big middle finger to the Republican Party on his way out. And even more, a big middle finger to the American people on his way out. Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher. And I don't know much about Mike Gallagher. I'm not from Wisconsin. I haven't followed his uh, his trajectory or career so you out there in the audience, if you are a Wisconsinite, you can let me know about him. And then, of course, Representative Blake Moore. Blake actually voted no at the last second. It would have been a 215 to 215 vote. And, of course, that was just not allowed. 
Listen to this. Buck tweeted out, Secretary Mayorkas will be remembered as the worst Secretary of Homeland Security in history. While inexcusable, this incompetence is not constitutional grounds for an impeachment. You guys, these freaking morons. Think about the usage of impeachment for President Trump. President Trump committed no crimes, either with that phone call to Ukraine. He committed no crimes in regards to January 6th, and yet he was impeached twice, twice, never convicted, but impeached twice for a complete dog and pony show. Alejandro Mayorkas has failed to uphold his oath to the Constitution and to the people of the United States of America. The Department of Homeland Security. You've got one effing job to keep the homeland secure. Does anybody here believe that the homeland has been kept secure during his tenure in that office? Do people out there feel like their safety and security is at risk? Well, why don't we just ask the the many men, women and children who have been the victims of crimes from these illegal alien invaders uh, and uh, perhaps the children who have been raped or the women who have been murdered? Oh, I guess we're not going to be able to ask them. You know, Ken Buck, I guess that he just he's never had to deal with something like this. He, of course, doesn't even do his own grocery shopping. So what the hell would Ken Buck know? He sits there in his ivory tower, whether it's in Washington, D.C. or back home, and he's. And he waits for his check to roll in. The one thing you're supposed to do in. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Government is serve the will of the people. It's not only that, but you have to follow your oath. You take that oath for a reason. And if you're not willing to uphold the laws, then why in the hell do we have laws in the first place? Oh, I remember. I remember. Laws are useful against the citizens of a nation, not against the legals, right? That would make totally no sense at all. Why would they ever want to implement laws that are related to people entering the country illegally? I suppose that it's just open season. Wow, you can't go to any country on earth, even these communist hellholes or or the shitholes that these people are escaping from. We couldn't enter Venezuela illegally. We couldn't enter an African nation illegally. They would have people ready to arrest us and throw us in a jail and wait for our family to come up with a ransom so that they would release us, you know, if you're lucky enough. So Al Green also had a statement. Blake Moore changed his vote. No, wait, Blake Moore changed his no vote, his vote no when asked by leadership for procedural reasons to make a motion to reconsider so that we can vote on impeachment again next week. We look forward to leader Steve Scalise return. Oh, this is not Al Green. This is Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> Wrong accent. All right. Blake Moore changed his vote. 
no vote when asked by leadership for procedural reasons to make a motion to reconsider so that we can vote on impeachment again next week. We look forward to leader Steve Scalise returning to vote yes and officially impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. So Blake Moore changing his vote. I suppose they they asked him to do it. Uh, I, I don't know, but sort of good news that perhaps next week we may actually impeach Alejandro Mayorkas with Steve Scalise returning. I suppose he will be that tie-breaking vote. But it just shocks and dismays me that they can look America in the face and say that he has committed no crimes. He has he is directly instructed the people working under him to not follow the law. I don't see how that is not a high crime or even a misdemeanor. You know, you can get a misdemeanor for crossing the street if the if the if the go sign is not on, you know, you can go to jail if you drive in a certain way. Uh, and certainly if you have insider information on uh, stocks that are going to be a good buy or a good sell, you can go to jail for that. But again, not if you're in Congress. Congress doesn't care about that stuff. Uh, so in, in regards to the Senate bill. Uh, this also failed spectacularly. Of course, it's in a different house. Uh, the U.S. Senate, uh, Republicans were able to come together to, to, to block this border security bill. But there were still four GOP senators who voted with the Democrats. T.Z. Burton said George Santos would have voted to impeach Mayorkas. Oh, yes. George Santos, I believe he was out there trolling the House of Representatives because he definitely would have done it. You know, here's the thing. You've got you have a rich history of people in the House and the Senate being accused of having committed crimes uh, and then they get an opportunity to go and have their day in court. And then if they're found guilty, well, then they'll be released. But not 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 this guy, not this guy, not Santos. They had to kick Santos out right away. Why? Because he was an easy America first vote. All right. This brought us closer to a stalemate in the House so they could pretend like they were trying to get things done. Oh, we've got to come together in a bipartisan fashion for the American people. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do anything in a bipartisan fashion. I want you to do things in one way and one way only. Does it further the goal of putting America first? If it doesn't, then go back to the drawing board. So. Uh, earlier today, uh, the Senate voted against advancing a compromised border security bill that would have allocated more money to foreign countries while largely ignoring the U.S. border. Uh, a motion to proceed to the package failed by a vote of 49 to 50, with most of the Senate GOP conference voting against it. Republican Senators Susan Collins of Maine, who I don't like, Lisa Murkowski, I don't care for her either, she's a rat, James Lankford of Oklahoma, y'all know how I feel about him, and of course, Mitt Mittens Romney from Utah. All of them voted to advance the measure. So this $118 billion supposed national security supplemental package would have allocated $60 billion in additional money for Ukraine. Of course, this is coming only a week or so after Ukrainians admitted that Much of that money we've already given to them has been siphoned off. It's been stolen by God knows who. I would think a fair amount of it has probably gone into uh, Swiss bank accounts of their president, Zelensky. Jim Kyle says the next time you talk to Ivan, if he thinks our military will shoot American citizens if we fight to save our country. 
Um, okay, I will ask him. And then number one, Indiana Dead. Lisa, I couldn't find Victoria's gift cards, uh, Victoria's Secrets gift card option. But then again, it isn't Zach's birthday. Happy birthday. Wish you many more. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, and $60 billion would probably be thrown immediately down the drain. Ukraine is a money pit, all right? They have no way of actually keeping track of any of the money that they've sent over there. It ends up in the bank accounts of Ukrainian oligarchs. It ends up getting siphoned off and going to Swiss bank accounts and other numbered bank accounts in the Cayman Islands, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the people of Ukraine, you know, there's a whole generation of men that have just been completely wiped out. And a fair number of women as well, actually, because they had women fighting out there on the battlefield. They bought into the PSYOP, uh, thinking that they needed to go out there and fight the big bad Russians. So plenty of them died. Plenty of the men died. Uh, if they try to send American American lives over there to die uh, for this fruitless cause, uh, I, I hope that people will rise up and uh, demand some true accountability. Say, absolutely not. We're not going to go. We're going to have to have demonstrations. Uh, let me address what Jim said, though. Um, no, I don't think that the American military, as long as they're American citizens, I don't think that they would... I don't think that they would fire on Americans. Uh, and if Andre was here, Andre, I'm sure, uh, could address it, too. Uh, Andre, I don't know if you're out there, buddy, or if you're listening later, maybe just leave a comment down below. But I think that uh, undoubtedly you would have some in you know, some areas that probably would. But the vast majority, I, I would say no. No, I don't think that they would fire on Americans. Now, this is... The reason, in my opinion, why they're talking about giving illegals entrance into the U.S. armed forces so that they can get amnesty and citizenship, because, you know, what's an American life to a Venezuelan gang member probably means very little. I mean, those people shoot each other in, in the favelas and back alleyways over a, a, a piece of dog meat, probably, you know, so they're not going to care about shooting or killing us or our babies. Uh, but the American men and women who make up the U.S. armed forces, no. Maybe the ones who are Antifa, maybe the ones who uh, are joining just so they can get gender reassignment surgery. Honestly, that 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 seems likely, to be honest with you. But I think that there are also people in the in, in the service that would uh, perhaps neutralize those threats as well. Uh, so, yes, uh, the, uh, the the bill itself uh, was not really a border security bill. It, it gave a small amount of money to the border. So it's good that it's dead in the water. From what I understand, I think Chuck Schumer was trying to get this bill voted on just leaving out the border portion, which would mean $60 billion going to Ukraine still, $14 billion going to Israel, $2.4 billion to go to CENTCOM, $10 billion to go to Global Humanitarian Assistance, which is a, another euphemism uh, for being siphoned off. Uh, 4.83 billion for Indo-Pacific allies like, uh, Taiwan and the likes. And then, of course, 2.3 billion for displaced Ukrainians and other refugees worldwide. Not even keeping that money with us, with the many refugees and illegals they already have here. But the border security and immigration, 20.23 billion for border operations. Uh, also, uh, an introduction of the fentanyl eradication and narcotics deterrence off fentanyl act. Fend. That is a terrible, terrible name. Um, what's funny is that they could probably stop the free flow of fentanyl coming into the United States right now. Uh, they could use $20 billion uh, specifically on its own 
uh, to shore up any holes in the southern border. They don't need to add it to these other things. They do that so that they can then show up in our chat and say, oh, it's Republicans who just refuse to shut down the border. It's your your problem, uh, even though for fucking years, pardon my language, we've been saying shut the border. OK, it's not just since Joe Biden came into office. Donald Trump was the first one to do it. Everybody else just seemed to act like it didn't exist. It was just a problem that was not really a problem, even though in the southern border states, people said, obviously, I see it on a daily basis. There's absolutely no way you can lie to them about it. Uh, but in order to get it done, they wait until the problem is big enough and bad enough that Americans are just willing to say yes to anything. Thank God this one didn't happen. So one of the... Terrible aspects of this bill, besides offering work visas to every single illegal that's in the country, if you were not a resident of Mexico, so if you came into this country illegally from any other nation except Mexico, they would not deport you. They would only deport Mexicans. Uh, and, of course, Mitch McConnell smelled the... The, 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 the scent in the kitchen. He saw the writing on the wall. Uh, and he said, you know, don't, don't let this bill go through because it's uh, obviously a bad one. Uh, now, Speaker Mike Johnson, he was specifically commenting after that vote, uh, on the, the current rhetoric coming out of the regime, suggesting that it's MAGA Republicans. Joe Biden went in front of a microphone and said, uh, the border is not secure because of Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans. Um, that's absolutely not true. And I just I find it very difficult to believe. But again, there's a lot of stupid people out there, uh, not nearly as many as there are smart people. Uh, but there are definitely a contingent of grade A morons who would believe a statement like that. Uh, you know, and it's funny to think that oh, suddenly they care about closing the border. No, they don't care about closing the border. They care about another 60 billion dollars in untraceable American funds on its way to Ukraine. They care about another $15 billion in untraceable American funds heading on over to Israel. They care about another $10 billion in humanitarian aid handed out to a non-governmental organization or two, which, of course, we will never know how it was spent. But Mike Johnson spoke with Breitbart, and uh, he was specifically discussing and uh also debunking the claim that it's MAGA Republicans who left the border open. Uh, he said it was offensive. I find it to be highly offensive as well. I don't think anyone is buying it, uh, but everyone needs to understand this all dramatically changed when we walked into the White House. Now we've shown and we continue to show the American people step by step how Biden and Mayorkas orchestrated the security situation at the southern border. There is a reason why only 18 percent of Americans in the latest polls approve of the administration's handling of the border. My friends, those are the great A morons. Those are the people who are either too stupid to understand what's going on. They can't see with their own eyes. Perhaps they don't have the cognitive resources to allow them to fully grasp and analyze the situation. Or perhaps they're people like Ken Buck. Uh, who just live in an ivory tower. Maybe that's the, uh, the, the, the best friends of Joe Biden and the demon rats in the deep state. Uh, they don't have to worry about anything because they don't even have to interact with average everyday people. They, they're not going to be going to a Walmart and seeing a thousand illegals just bouncing off the walls everywhere. They don't have to worry about it. Same reason they don't care about kids getting molested or their daughters getting raped because their kids are protected. And, you know, 
to be frank, some of these people probably engage in that sort of illicit and disgusting behavior. But his overall approval rating is only at 37 percent. I can't believe it's that high, to be perfectly honest with you. This means that they know he has to do something to address the border, and he won't. He won't because he lies to the American people and says he doesn't have the power to do it. Bullshit. I know you do. We know you do. If Joe Biden wanted to shut the border down tomorrow, he could go ahead and do that. But no, they want to get additional powers in writing, which probably would allow them to do a whole host of other things that we haven't even thought of yet. And then, of course, there is all that additional money. I wonder how much of that $60 billion do you think is going to directly benefit the Biden crime family? I'm sure that they have business interests in Ukraine that are probably uh, not doing too well right now. I, I know that Hunter doesn't work at Burisma anymore, uh, but it's possible they might own uh, an interest, a, a share or two, if you will. Um but it's time for the Biden regime. It's time for Mayorkas to take accountability. I don't know when the next vote for Mayorkas's second impeachment, or I guess this will be the third impeachment vote, but the second in regards to these specific articles of impeachment. I don't know when it's going to come. Um, but as long as we've got Steve Scalise and Blake Moore from Utah, those two guys, if they vote yes, then that's it. He's going to be impeached. And then, of course, it will go to the Senate. Now, what happens in the Senate? I think it's unlikely that he will be convicted in the Senate, which is hilarious because all they're doing is showing us their true colors. They are taking that mask off and letting the American people know who they really care about, what it is they really care about. They certainly don't care about the border. They certainly don't care about the economic situation here in America. They don't care about the cost of rising food costs. They don't care about rising gas prices. They don't care about the homeless population in all major Democrat-run cities. They don't care about the drug problem killing the sons and daughters of people all across this nation, some uh, parents being killed as well. They simply don't care. And I already knew that. You already knew that. I just want everybody else to recognize it. Everybody who is is watching this this fight from afar, maybe people in Chicago, maybe people in New York, maybe people uh, in other states all around the country, they wake up one morning and their entire neighborhood is full of illegals. Their 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 wife, their mother, their daughter gets dragged by a group of Venezuelan gang members stealing their purse breaks their legs on a parking meter or, God forbid, is sexually violated, maybe then, maybe then they'll understand just how dire this situation is. Because as it is right now, that 18%, they're either clueless or brain dead. All right, so we've also just seen the release of internal documents that have been obtained from agents at Customs and Border Patrol. And they prove a certain level of awareness that the DH has about illegals coming through uh, the Darien Gap, which we have talked about here on the uh, on the channel before. But they know that they're not really asylum seekers. You see, the asylum seeker meme is uh, a, sort of a metaphor, right? It's just a metaphor for anybody who comes across the border illegally. You just call yourself an asylum seeker. You claim that you have a credible fear of something happening to you in your home country. Oh, you had to leave because of gang members. Well, little did they know that perhaps you shot a rival gang member and stole all of his cocaine. Of course, they're going to come after you.
Little did they know that you're a murderer who was recently let out of prison. Doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. You're an asylum seeker. Just tell the gringos you're an asylum seeker. Well, it's obvious that the people at DHS are fully aware of this loophole. They are fully aware of how it's being abused. And they're aware that millions are streaming through the Darien Gap and making their long journey up to the United States of America simply to come across that porous southern border and uh, and, and LARP as a uh, as an asylum seeker. So uh, we have uh, a, a conversation that was taking place between the Border Patrol Union president, uh, Brandon Judd, and a reporter at News Nation named Ali Bradley. So they were discussing this large influx of illegals coming in through Panama and the Darien Gap and how asylum seekers were not a major factor in these people coming to the border. In fact, most of them are just trying to escape the hellish shithole conditions in their poor nation of origin. And, of course, they want to reunite with some relatives who might already be here in the state. Uh, so... Ali asks, why are we repatriating these individuals? Uh, I'm sorry, Brandon Judd said this. Why are we repatriating those individuals, right, when they say we don't have a valid claim out of their mouth? You're using way too much common sense. You can't do that when we are talking about politics. You can't look at common sense and say, hey, how can we stop this when this administration actually wants this crisis to go? Uh, that's what their base support wants. The base support wants open borders. And so what are they giving them? Open freaking borders. We could do exactly what you just said, but when it comes down to politics, why don't we do it? Politics. That's exactly it. The current regime is perfectly comfortable keeping the American people in danger in a weakened security state. Uh, in leaving you in mortal danger at all times. They would prefer that because then you might be afraid. You might be so afraid that you give up more of your freedoms, that you beg them to take your civil liberties. Go back to September 11th, 2001. You remember that day? You remember how frightened many people were? God forbid if you were living in New York, if you witnessed that. You know, I mean, people all across this nation uh, were in a state of psychological shock. And when it came up that, hey, we've got an idea. We know how to keep you guys safe. All you have to do is allow us to pass this bill right here. And then once we pass that bill, we'll have a, a Department of Homeland Security. It sounds great. Uh, then we'll also have the power to listen in on the vast majority of your phone calls. And in fact, we're just going to siphon all of that data directly from the carriers. And we'll be watching. But don't fear, because we're watching, you're going to be safe. You're going to be safe, Uncle Sam. Good old big brother is going to be watching, and you never need to worry about anything ever again. How ironic that a national disaster like September 11th created the Department of Homeland Security, and now the Department of Homeland Security is being used to destroy the United States of America. I hope that is not lost on any of you here. So... The DHS documents were posted to X, and they show that asylum was not a factor in these illegals coming up the southern border. Let's take a look here. So CBP, alongside Panamanian immigration authorities, interviewed hundreds of migrants from several countries, and not one, not a single one, claimed fear of political persecution. The main 
poll factor, the reason they are illegally entering the United States of America was economic hardship. Once again, the real irony here is that the more illegals they bring into the country, the more low-paying jobs they can farm off on these illegals who will get paid, inevitably, way less than an American would want to be paid for them. And then that is going to drive down the cost of business on certain things. But see, as they drive the cost of certain things down, inevitably, they will end up charging you more for the same thing you used to pay less for in the past. And of course, it's going to take money directly out of your pocket. It's going to seriously increase the economic stress for Native American citizens. Not Native American citizens, but Native American citizens. People who were born in America, or even people who achieved citizenship through a legal excuse me, a legal route. But the Darien Gap is designated as the most dangerous stretch of land in the world because it's run by lawless indigenous cartels. And the U.S. has facilities and repatriation capabilities, but instead, these individuals are able to continue the dangerous journey to the U.S. southern border, where we know several of them die trying. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to Brandon Jones. So why are we repatriating those individuals right when they say... We don't have a valid claim out of their mouth. You're using way too much common sense. <laughs> you can't you can't do that when we're talking about politics. You can't look at common sense and say, "Hey, what how can we stop this when this administration actually wants this crisis to go?" Because that's what their base of support wants. The base of support wants open borders. And so and so this administration is going to cater to them. So we we just when it comes to politics, you just can't use common sense. But to go to your point, we already do that in pre-flight inspections. So if a flight is going to come into the United States from Canada, we already have U.S. Customs officers that are there to pre-screen those individuals to ensure that they have the proper documents to come into the United States. So yes, Allie, we could do exactly what you just said, but it comes down to politics. And who do you think it comes down to giving directives on how to treat those Non uh, asylum immigrants, those illegal immigrants that don't have a claim to asylum. Who is it? Who is it that's giving the orders? It's Alejandro freaking Mayorkas. So how can he not be guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors by leaving the southern border open? So this is a brief story, but I just I thought that it was pretty interesting. Uh, Elected officials in the United States are preoccupied with a variety of things that, in my opinion, really mean absolutely nothing. The key, the key items, the key issues that they just seem to be unable to address are the things that affect us the most, like we feel it on a daily basis. But officials in the state of Washington, at the same time that our rights and liberties are being taken by the federal government and at times these state governments as well, The state of Washington is concerned with a stripper's bill of rights for adult dancers to ensure that strippers are getting all of the rights and privileges that they're afforded. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Now, I'm certain there are probably some lovely ladies out there in the audience who might be listening to this, who maybe you're a stripper or maybe you were a stripper at one time in the past. I hope 
that you're not a stripper now. I hope that you have left that life behind you because it is akin to human trafficking. You know, there is a, a rife with opportunity for for assault, uh, for uh, drug abuse, uh, for forced into labor, for you know, all kinds of things. There's all kinds of nasty things that go along with strippers and uh, and stripping, I should say, prostitution. And the list goes on and on. You know, they are they are working so hard to legitimize sex for money all across the country. And I also thought that it was kind of funny. This uh, the the strippers are workers. Saw saw is the name of the group. They've been working for years to advocate for a bill of rights. Why do we need a bill of rights for strippers? Uh, Apparently, they want mandatory minimum compensation. Okay, well, you know, I mean, can't you just pay a minimum wage and they get tipped out? Uh, And then also mandatory security. So if you choose to be a stripper, then they want the state to provide you security or they want the strip clubs to provide security. I'm not a strip club guy. Okay, like I, I never was and I won't be in the future. So I just assumed that in a place like this, it seemed like a bar to me. So bars have bouncers. Don't they provide security? Wouldn't they have the same type of thing at a strip club. But even more than that, I just thought that this was a this this was a sad commentary on the state of America. I guess this is what strippers in America look like today. This was also not what I pictured. <laughs> uh, anyways, I think that oh, look at that. She's wearing a shirt that says Jesus loves sex workers. I mean, he does, but it's still kind of offensive. Um, but again, this is what our oh, shoot. All uh, right. Reopen last closed tab. This is what our elected officials are consumed with. Uh, the protection of strippers so that they can be strippers. I don't know. You know, y- you enter into a career maybe because uh, of your circumstances in life or like that's what you think like you've been called to do. I don't know that that really happens with strippers, but I just think that it's a silly thing to occupy your time with. Let's just agree that employers should do a good job of taking care of their employees. Um, All right. And our elected officials should also do a much better job of administering our elections. You see, this is what I think our elected officials need to be concerned with, not with strippers bill of rights, but with civil liberties, uh, with uh, gun rights, with freedom of speech, with our right to vote in an election that isn't lynched in one direction or another that is completely fixed for the ruling class uh the political powers that be at the time they can go ahead and just select a winner in any election virtually all over the country not so much in the lower uh, the lower local elections, although it happens, we're, we're going to talk about an example of uh, a, a local election, state level election. But in Georgia, Georgia, probably one of the most egregious examples of what election fraud looks like. I mean, we I remember after the 2020 election, guys, and I'm sure you were right there with me uh, watching as the evidence uh, was brought forward. Uh, the, uh, you know. TCF Center, they shut people out of the count rooms and they blocked the windows. Of course they were cheating. Like, what the hell? You know, in in Georgia, oh, they kick all the Republicans out and they pull out suitcases full of ballots and then count them multiple times. Of course they're freaking cheating. How could people not see this? I think that anybody who actually watches it 
They know. I mean, it's undeniable when you look at it. But you've got, again, that 18 percent or so of the United States, which are just completely brain dead for one reason or another. And they're watching CNN. Oh, conspiracy theory. Oh, unfounded. Oh, unclaimed. Oh, widely debunked. Oh. But here's the thing, you know, I mean, with time, we have the luxury of being able to look over the things that have come before us. And in Georgia, well, there have been groups that have continued to examine the situation. We have some some interesting details that have recently popped up. About six weeks ago, both Georgia and Florida citizens contacted a group called Fractal, uh, and they were tasked with gathering Georgia's 2022 election data provided by the Secretary of State. Now, obviously, at this point, we want a, a, a firm answer. We want a solid answer. Who actually won the election in Georgia? I know how I feel. I know after watching everything that happened in Georgia, I am comfortable in saying that Donald Trump truly won Georgia. However, they stole it for Joe Biden. So this this team at Fractal applied something called quantum result fractal technology. I'm not going to pretend to know what that is, but it delivers insights that are impossible with obsolete SQL relational systems. SQL is a database, so... Currently, uh, this is used by every secretary of state in America, this out-of-date SQL system. And it's also used by every national voter integrity organization. So by using this fractal quantum technology, the fractals team was able to build their what they're calling a digital sandbox, which they were able to fill with all of the available data from Georgia from a number of different sources. That includes uh, recreating official records of what happened in Georgia in 2020. And there is a video that goes along with it. Uh, let's go ahead and... Where is this video? Hmm. Okay, so... Oh, I guess they, they link to it off-site. So, I guess one of the things that they found, uh, and they're putting out uh, a number of videos related to the Georgia data... Uh, that every state in the United States has between 5 to 20% of their voter rolls using inaccurate data. If you were with us last week with Andrew Paquette, then you saw that New York has uh, quite a big problem. Uh, and, of course, 5 to 20% is a pretty big deal when modern-day elections end up getting decided for 1% or a less of a single percent difference. Uh, so... In the video that they produced, it shows first-time voter registrations, the number of cast ballot rolls, death records, known address records, Georgia County property tax records, so then they can tell who's actually living at the homes uh, that uh, that are on that list, uh, NCOA change of address records, and then also other database information that's integrated into this single fractal query surface. Uh, they can use one click. They can go to it on any device, and they can even use a phone to check it out. Uh, now, using their quantum analysis, uh, they also have artificial intelligence techniques that have been tested at the uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology Artificial Intelligence Lab. They can do a similarity search and a cross-database search, and using their fractal system, they can determine just how clean the Georgia Volder rolls were in 2020. And, of course, by learning how clean those voter rolls were, we can also get some insights into whether or not the system that's currently in place to check that stuff, George's use of Eric, 
if its system did its job. I think everybody knows Eric does not do its job. They claim that it's a system to ensure voter roll management is taken care of and that all the votes are legal votes. But of course, we know that it's a system that's actually used to determine just how many extra votes they have left so that they know exactly how many more votes they can go ahead and inject into the system. Now, in the video, uh, they show with a single click that you, the user, can determine if a voter cast a ballot. Uh, however, if they were not in the voter registration file. So if they did cast a ballot, the question then becomes, why didn't Eric catch it? Because this is uh, obviously it's it's its only job, the thing it's supposed to do. Uh, they can also determine if a Georgia voter has multiple voter ID numbers. That's the equivalent of having more than one social security number. And if they have more than one voter ID number, that means that they cast multiple ballots. Again, why is it that Eric wouldn't see this? Uh, they can also determine if a voter in the Georgia 2020 election cast a ballot from an ineligible address. Let's say, for example, if they cast a ballot from a UPS store's post office box or perhaps a warehouse uh, or a post office itself or even a vacant lot, which we know happened all over the country. However, those votes, no matter the fact of whether or not they were cast from an eligible address, still ended up being counted. And once more, how did Eric miss it? In this point, I think it's obvious that uh, these are not bugs in Eric's system. It's a feature. It's a feature which allows them to just allow these votes to skate on through the system. So this fractal database is the largest single database of Georgia voter data that has ever been put together in a single query surface. And it offers anyone who uses it the ability to ask complex questions. You can do it right from your phone, again, with a single quick, and it results in a 200 millisecond transaction search. So you can quickly get to it. Let's go ahead and meet the undeliverable ballot database. Uh, so this is... Access to the database. Where is the link, guys? Ah, here we go. All right. Uh, and so I, I guess on this website, you can actually use this technology and you can check for yourself. You can check other people's information. Uh, and uh, I would be interested to know if anyone actually has multiple voting records and if people were perhaps voting in your name. So Fractal is the, it's the backbone of this specific database. It, it's a database which is, uh, I would imagine in a, uh, uh, so if it's quantum, that means that it's three dimensional instead of just being, you know, on paper. Uh, and you have like one line and maybe things match up. So this is a much larger way to go ahead and collate the information. Uh, I'll go ahead and pass out this link right here, and I want you guys to see if you can go ahead and check this out. Okay. Um, all right. So, Jack, you came and you went. I hope you're okay. I don't know. <laughs> I see people saying, I'm feeling good. I got to go by. Well, Jack, I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for stopping by and saying hello. All right. So, ah, shoot. Hold on. History reopen last close tab. Uh, thank you to TZ Burton. Washington state has six initiatives to the legislature that the Democrats refuse to give a hearing to that is mandated by our Constitution. So, 
you have a government, you have a, you have a, a legislature that once again refuses to actually follow through on the various things that they are mandated to do, that you are constitutionally bound to do. You're constitutionally bound by your oath of office, and uh, that honestly doesn't surprise me. So they're not doing their job, but they are worrying about strippers' rights. All right. So uh, you can go ahead and check out your information. Uh, you can find how many people were voting from colleges or universities, from RV parks. You can find out if people were voting from vacant lots. Uh, and you can go for uh, a number of decades uh, back into the past. Um, they're going to be doing videos demonstrating this technology and looking at important states specifically Alabama, Ohio, Texas, Kansas, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, New Hampshire, and then 12 other states. These are all states that have known issues with their voter rolls Uh, and be interesting to see what information shows up where and if they'll be able to use this data uh, to make a strong case for changing the system that we have in place right now. If we were to clean the voter rolls, then it would literally and just think an instant. It would solve a major, major aspect of this. Uh, So keep your eyes open on this fractal system. And uh, I'm looking to see if it's going to offer us any additional information. Ah, Yeah, here we go. Here's a a video. It's 53 minutes. Obviously, we're not going to watch the whole thing, but I want to see how they implement this. We are fractal. We have assimilated 2001 fractals, 102 hosts, 816 CPU cores, 1,600 gigabytes of RAM, 250 terabytes of storage, 207 input sources, 3.5 trillion data records. We are fractal. Who won Georgia? In 2020, after the 2020 election, Sheriff David Clark asked the fractal team to apply fractal technology to the Wisconsin voter rolls. Sheriff Clark knew that the fractal team had decades of practical experience uncovering identity anomalies hidden within complex databases. For example, eBay's brand was threatened by corrupt sellers taking payments, never delivering. eBay kicked them off but they changed their name, their address, their phone to become digitally invisible to all current technology. eBay turned to the Secret Service. All right, so 53-minute video. I would suggest you guys go ahead and check it out and see if you can find information on your state as well. There we go, dropping that into the chat. Uh, really briefly here, let me say thank you very much to FilterDog1. Is it Friday yet? No, it's still Wednesday, unfortunately. Karen Allen, thank you. Thick Ray, uh, no, you, no, you're not that, no, you're not, that's authentic. Thank you, love you, man. Um, oh, uh, probably in, in regards to the, the, the rant that I went on at the beginning. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. FilterDog1, how do you, how do you think control these LEOs? How do you think control these LEOs? I'm assuming that you were responding to the law enforcement officers from the Pima County Sheriff's Department. Uh, you know, isn't Pima County Mark Lamb? I thought Mark Lamb was a patriot. Why are they not doing? Why are they not doing anything about it? Why are constitutional sheriffs and their deputies not doing something about these issues? Uh, Stacks, thanks for the can. Subpack Vet says yes. 
He had to vote no so that they could revisit the impeachment. Just another ridiculous House rule. Okay, thank you. Uh, I I got that uh, near the end of the article. Uh, Nikaz says, damn, they are trying to take Trump off his uh, Hawaii's ballot as well. Yes, the Democrats passed some ridiculous um, piece of legislation to keep Trump off the ballot, but I don't think it'll be successful. Um, the Supreme Court is going to be tomorrow presented with the uh, the case about the Colorado uh, ballot debacle, and that will decide it for the rest of the country. Uh, Nikaz also says, we also won an award for being the most corrupt state. Perfect. Wouldn't expect any less. Sean Joe, thanks for that cookie. Red Pill Girlfriend says, never sent gold pills. I'm just trying it out. Thank you, baby. Uh, and then Foxy Lady, thanks for the cookie. Jim says, I live in the Georgia mountains. I just took my dog out due to her business, and I saw five separate chemtrails. What's going on? Well, they are relentless. They're doing their business all around the country in the same way that election fraud is being done all over the country. And this is good news. Uh, And it goes to show that regardless of what letter is next to your name, I want you to be caught and I want you to be prosecuted if you engage in illegal activity. And this former Atlantic City Council president has been charged with mail-in ballot frauds during the 2022 election. Now, what's funny to me is that he, I believe, is now a Republican, or at least he, he was a Democrat, and then he was doing work for a Republican uh, Jeff Van Drew, when he was caught doing this. Uh, so undoubtedly, he's done it for Democrats in the past. And I tend to think that they only went after him because now he got a, a, a Republican elected. But he was arrested last Thursday on the 1st, and he is the alleged mastermind of a mail-in ballot fraud operation in New Jersey. Uh, now, his name is Craig Calloway. At the time that he was committing this fraud, he was working for Jeff Van Drew's re-election campaign. If I'm not mistaken, Jeff Van Drew was a Democrat and then re-registered as a Republican in 2020 uh, because he was so unhappy with the situation in the Democrat Party. Now, of course, Jeff says, I did not know that he was engaging in ballot fraud. My my first question, I guess, is uh, how long had this guy been working for Jeff Van Drew? Uh, did he work for Jeff when he was running as a Democrat? But U.S. attorneys say that Callaway and another and a number of other unnamed subordinates uh, were paying residents of Atlantic City between 30 and 50 dollars to act as authorized messengers and request mail in ballots for voters whom they had never met. Now, how do you think that this guy, Callaway, knew whose ballot he could request so that he could then make sure that they cast that ballot for whomever he wanted? Obviously, that's in the voter rolls. These people have a sophisticated system and they know these voter rolls and they will go and check. They will make sure that they've got the ability to cast a ballot and they have no problem stealing ballots either. But prosecutors are saying that those ballots were later cast without any actual voters knowledge. So the charges uh, from for Callaway are from 2022. uh, And it looks like Van Drew paid Callaway's firm sixty five thousand dollars for, quote, strategic consulting. Uh, There was uh, another portion of that twenty five thousand dollars that was paid again in October, just before the 2022 election. So Van Drew had previously paid Callaway's firm $110,000 for his 2020 re-election campaign, too. It's likely that Jeff Van Drew 
uh, took advantage of this particular system in the 2020 election as well. So Callaway's looking at a five-year prison sentence and a $250,000 fine if convicted. Uh, And the charge is procuring, casting, and tabulating fraudulent ballots. Uh, And it's not the first time that Callaway had faced criminal charges. He's been convicted on at least two other occasions for a number of corruption-related charges. Uh, Excuse me. First time is back in 2006. He admitted to accepting a $36,000 bribe from contractors who he had helped to obtain city contracts. And then in 2008, he admitted guilt in a separate blackmail scheme, which targeted Atlantic City Councilman while he was serving uh, his sentence on the bribery conviction. He was in prison for the bribery, and he entered into a blackmail scheme. And then in 2017, uh, an assemblyman by the name of Don Guardian, who was then the city's mayor, accused Callaway of a similar ballot harvesting scheme to boost uh, a candidate by the name of Frank Gilliam. Frank Gilliam won the election, but he resigned in late 2019 because he pled guilty to wire fraud and theft of over $86,000 from a youth basketball team that he ran. What a piece of shit. When you steal from kids, you are a really, really big piece of shit. Andre has finally joined us. He says, hi, Zach. I've been packing while watching, but I wanted to wish Lisa a happy, happy birthday. Big things are happening this month. Much love to you and Lisa, and may God give you many more years of life. Yes, amen. I hope that we get many, many more years of life myself. Thank you so much, Andre. Appreciate you. So, At the end of the day, it's no secret that both Democrats and Republicans have hired Mr. Calloway in a variety of different elections in the past. And the people who hired him may or may not have known. However, I think it's not I think it's unlikely that they did not have an awareness of Calloway's abilities. He was well known in the Atlantic City area for being able to. Rustle up votes uh, by any means necessary, apparently. And now, obviously, nobody's going to hire him ever again. Uh, Jeff Van Drew won his district in New Jersey in 2022 by 19 percentage points. Again, he says, I did not know. And then Callaway is listed as an expert at getting out the mail-in ballot vote. Uh, and if we look at 2018, New Jersey passed an expansion of their motor voter law, which automatically registers individuals who obtain a driver's license. This is exactly why we should not have this type of law on the books. The expansion allows state agencies to register voters as well. So somebody shows up to get food stamps, somebody goes to Social Security office or any other sort of state agency, and uh, they would be able to be registered to vote at that moment. I would imagine that some people probably go in there asked if they are registered to vote. If they say no and they decline to register themselves, those people at the desk are probably taking a kickback from somebody like Mr. Calloway to go ahead and get them registered and then they can pass that information on. So the uh, the offices where this could happen would be at uh, disability office, the parole board, uh, the division of medical assistance and health services, and the list goes on and on. We have uh, automatic voter registration laws in at least 11 states and, of course, Washington, D.C. So this creates an almost unlimited stream of voters, votes that can be harvested for the the purposes of stealing an election to manipulate the winner of an election. Uh, And you better believe that in the states where this vote, where this law is on the books, 
they've already been taking advantage of it, and they have probably since the moment that it passed. Uh, there are bad actors in every single state who are simply salivating at the possibility of an automatic voter registration law going on the books. Back in 2020, the Michigan Center of Election Law and Administration, which is a nonprofit that was ironically founded by Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. And they're also the recipient of $12 million in Zuckerbucks. Well, they gave this type of access to the very people who would want to steal that data and determine whose votes they could go ahead and inject into the system. Uh, the president of that organization uh, spoke about the position they were in in Michigan and said, once you vote, all those groups urging you to get to the polls will be informed by election officials that you've done it and the messages will cease. So these are real time updates that are coming from these uh, state authorities to let people know that well, to let these organizations know that that person has cast their ballot. And then once that ballot has been cast, they're left with a list of people who either didn't go down to vote or are not going to vote for whatever reason. So then they know we've got a million votes that we can go ahead and just cast a ballot for them, get it over with, and then we'll have our winner for the election. All right. We also have a story coming out of Baltimore. You might remember former Baltimore prosecutor Marilyn Mosby. She's been in the news before because she lost her job uh, because of corruption. Uh, and she also previously threatened to prosecute any federal agents who might get sent by President Trump to stop the BLM riots in the summer of 2020. Well, she was found guilty of mortgage fraud. Uh, wonder what she did. Well, she had previously served two terms as the state's attorney general for Baltimore. Uh, she was found guilty of mortgage fraud after testifying that she made false statements on loan applications in order to buy two vacation homes in Florida. Wow. That must be, that must have been great, Marilyn. You're making a lot of money if you bought two homes in Florida. So in November, she was also found guilty of committing two federal counts of perjury after falsely claiming she had financial hardship during the COVID-19 pandemic in order to access funds from the city's retirement fund. Now, she has not been sentenced yet, but she made headlines in 2020 after calling President Trump a clown and threatening to arrest any law enforcement officers coming from the federal government to keep America safe. Of course, Marilyn Mosby and so many other Democrat leaders all across the country were benefiting from the chaos and the lawlessness that was taking place, whether they were, you know, just uh, uh, working on the citizens of their cities, their citizens of their states, or whether they were actively engaged in criminal acts themselves, such as Ms. Mosby. All right. So yesterday uh, we reported on the postponement of President Trump's trial in D.C. The appeals court has also rejected President Trump's claims of presidential immunity uh, during his time in office. It's quite strange. They actually cited case law, which was written by Brett Kavanaugh at one time in the past, and they used that as a justification to reject any immunity for President Trump. Now, President Trump, obviously, we have spoken about this on a number of occasions. If if that is allowed to stand and the Supreme Court does not reverse it when it inevitably gets there, uh, then that will put any other president or uh, past president in jeopardy of having the political opposition go after them to destroy their life and to bring charges against them. Now, I've thought about this quite a bit. 
And let's just say that the Supreme Court allows that to stand and President Trump is able to beat all of these charges by going through the uh, the court system. If that happens, then when President Trump returns to the Oval Office, he can quite literally send the DOJ and any other agency that he wants to go arrest any other former president, say Barack Obama or say Joe Biden. So that's going to put them in a unique and uncomfortable situation. I do think that it's difficult to see a world where the Supreme Court uh, doesn't act on this, uh, where, where they would allow something like that to stick around. I, I mean, the lower courts, the appeals court, even, you know, they're, they're packed with ideologues. They're, they're, they're packed with people who are acting in a political and partisan manner. However, the Supreme Court is supposed to be immune to that. So are they going to do it? I don't know. We'll have to see. But I can tell you that Judge Eileen Cannon down here in Florida, who is overseeing a portion of that classified documents case against President Trump, seems to have law and order at the front of her mind. She recognizes, from my opinion, my estimation, that this is a a method of political persecution uh, where she is presiding over a case that is designed to destroy President Trump. And she knows that. So. With the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals shooting down this immunity claim, on the same day, Judge Cannon gave a, a, a ruling to Jack Smith that he inevitably is probably going to be a little bit upset about. And it regards the publication of discovery material in that classified documents case. So she ruled against Jack Smith. He is going to have to reveal some of that information. He wanted to keep it under seal so that it could not be disclosed. But she reminded him that there is a strong presumption of public access in criminal proceedings. Following an independent review of the motion and the full record, the court determines with limited exceptions as detailed below that the special counsel has not set forth factual or legal basis warranting deviation from the strong presumption in favor of public access in this records issue. She, Jack Smith was hoping to keep all of the information, the evidence against President Trump under seal. Uh, this would be stuff that would identify uh, or have personally identifying information for potential witnesses. And he believes, or at least the argument is, that it would lead to witness safety and intimidation concerns. Um, also, I think that it's going to give the American people an idea uh, of you know what type of case President Trump is going to have uh, going against him. Uh, now, also substantiated witness safety and intimidation concerns can form a valid basis for overriding the strong presumption in favor of public access. However, the special counsel's sparse and undifferentiated response fails to provide the court with the necessary factual basis to justify sealing that. So, Jack Smith is getting a little bit of bad news in this case, and we are going to learn uh, personally identifying information about witnesses, people who are allegedly going to call be called to testify against President Trump. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into the main topic. The COVID-19 clot shots. The COVID-19 clot shots that were not created by Donald Trump That Donald Trump could not pull off the market right now, even if he wanted to. I don't know where his head's at, but I think that by going through the motions in the way that we have, uh, making the jab available, giving people the option to take it, and then Biden forcing certain people to take it, 
And now the information coming out about just how deadly they are. It's given the American people a different sort of understanding. I'm sure that many of you here, uh, we were probably on the same page. I I said, I'm never going to take the jab. Okay, I do not want this jab. I know that it's unnecessary. I'm sure that many of you felt that same way. I'm also sure that many of you probably tried to speak to people in your families, in your friends, people you loved, to tell them this is not something that you want to inject into your body. But there were people out there who said, hey, you know, I I trust vaccines. I want a vaccine. I'm going to get a vaccine so I can go back to work or so that I don't have to stand six feet apart uh, so that I can see my family at the holidays. You, You might even even been one of the people whose family told you that you were no longer welcome at their home unless you took the jab. And a lot of people were saying, you know, hey, what are the chances that it's going to be that bad for you? Right. Well, now people know. Now people know just how bad it was. And they also understand that it's probably not going to be uh, a, a, a world where you trust the government very much in the future. So the vaccines themselves were completely unnecessary because the information that we were being given by the FDA and the CDC and the NIH in regards to uh, the efficacy of these shots, suggesting that you know we wouldn't get sick, we wouldn't die, uh, and everybody would be fine. We'd save humanity if we took these COVID-19 clot shots. But, but the truth of the matter is that not only did they not work, uh, but the only thing they cured was life itself. These vaccines caused more deaths than lives were saved. Uh, and this is not me just speaking uh, from the top of my head, although I am. Everything up until this point has just been my personal opinion. But we are talking about a peer-reviewed study, which was released in a professional manner. Uh, the researchers who completed the study have now called for a global moratorium on any COVID-19 clot shot and for the immediate removal of the childhood immunization schedule. They don't want kids taking it. They don't want any adults taking it. And their rationale for doing, for making this recommendation uh, is looking at the evidence and, quite frankly, trusting the science. Uh, Let's see. Glenn says, worse yet, Zach, I did the science and I found it would change your DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even mention that, but that that's obviously that's definitely been a subject that we've spoken about here on the show before. You know, I uh, yeah, it, it definitely will change your DNA. You, this is where the turbo cancer comes in, because your cells now are mutated uh, and they start pumping out these uh, these nasty tumor cells. They start creating uh, spike protein factories. Yeah, there's all kinds of terrible things. So let's take a look. At the study, this peer-reviewed study was published in the Cure Us Journal on the 24th of January, and it was completed by analyzing reports from that initial three-phase trial that was done by Moderna and another one that was done by Pfizer. Pfizer. So these drug trials that they held led to the shots being approved under the Emergency Use Authorization Act. Now. I go back to the statement I was making at the beginning of the show, how the medical and pharmaceutical industrial complex lied to the American people. 
in regards to the various treatments that should have been available for COVID-19, calling uh, hydroxychloroquine deadly, uh, calling ivermectin horse and dog dewormer. Uh, those were medicines that would have been highly effective against a cold or against a genetically modified uh, biological weapon like COVID-19. Of course, they had to lie about them because you cannot have a vaccine approved under emergency use authorization if there are valid and legitimate treatments which exist for it out there. So they lied to the American people. They told us that there were no treatments. And so as a result, they were able to get the EUA. It also found that the vaccines had a dramatically lower efficacy rate than what we were told from the vaccine manufacturers. Also, based on conservative assumptions, the estimated harms of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine greatly outweigh the rewards. So for every life that was saved, there were nearly 14 times more deaths that were caused by the injections of modified RNA. So given the serious adverse effects that we have come to know all too well uh, and the unacceptable harm to reward ratio, the 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 uh, the the producers of this study are urging governments all around the world to endorse and enforce a global moratorium on modified mRNA products, not only the COVID-19 jabs, but mRNA products in general. And that would be until all relevant questions uh, pertaining to the causality, residual DNA, which is uh, the the idea that DNA that's left over from other sources going into your body and then fusing with your DNA, it makes you into a mutant. Uh, and then also aberrant protein production. Until all of those things can be answered, there should be no modified RNA shots that are given to the people of this planet. And they also recommended the removal from childhood vaccination schedule. This one is you know, the most obviously important one. Because if you kill off a generation of children, uh, then you're going to lose your ability to continue to repopulate the planet. We already know that birth rates are falling here in the United States, and they have used the idea of replacement migration uh, to offset that and to keep our population numbers increasing, just not keeping the birth rates up. Now, but you better believe that those illegals that come here, they're having babies like rabbits. So. They said that children are at very low risk for infection. So there's no need, first of all, for a vaccine like this to be given to them. But even more so, the dangers of death and uh, and injury uh, call for their complete moratorium. Fredo says, uh, did the jabs really save lives, though? How did they prove that when the survival rate was like 99.97% for most people? Fredo, I actually had the same question. I thought that the... Uh, uh, the, the one to 14 ratio. How do they know that one person was saved from that jab? I find it. I don't know. I, I really don't know what the specific methodology was right there. Um, maybe they just went by how many people were actually injected with the jab. So let's just say, you know, for every one person that was injected, 14 died. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I, I'd have to read the, the full study. How 
However, they conclude that it is unethical and unconscionable to administer an experimental vaccine to a child who has a near zero risk of dying from COVID-19, but a well-established 2.2% risk of permanent heart damage based on the best prospective data available. Now, after the initial trials had been completed by Pfizer and Moderna, they claimed that these mRNA vaccines had a 95% reduction of symptomatic COVID-19. The study proves that that efficacy number, that assumption is 100% false. Uh, Pfizer claimed that uh, based on the fact that only eight out of 22,000 vaccine recipients contracted COVID-19 during the trial, compared to 162 out of 22,000 who were placed in the placebo group. So in total, 170 COVID-19 cases were reported in both groups. And the researchers point out that a large number of infections fell under the suspected COVID-19 category. That was actually ignored and they never bothered to tell anybody. They didn't have full verification that COVID is what was making these people sick. They just, this is in the same way that when people died in the hospital, they just said COVID, right? And that was how they were able to get those death numbers up. Virtually every single death that was taking place all across America was attributed to COVID. And that meant that the death rate was climbing and they could blame it on Trump and they could scare people into taking the jab. Same is uh, to be said for the people participating in this study. Uh, researchers also pointed out that a large number of infections fell in that suspected category. A total of 3,410 such suspected cases were identified in total during the trial. That's actually 20 times more than the 170 confirmed cases. There were 1,594 such cases in the vaccinated group, and 1,816 cases in the placebo group. When factoring in both confirmed and suspected cases, vaccine efficacy against developing symptoms drops down to only 19%. That is far below the 50% relative risk reduction threshold, which is required for regulatory authorization. So let me repeat that. Regulators at the Food and Drug Administration, in order to approve the usage of a medication, such as a vaccine, it's got to be at least 50% effective. If it's less than 50% effective, then why in the hell are we bothering with it anyways? Well, obviously, in this case, they were bothering with it because they knew it was going to kill people. They knew it was going to disable people. Uh, and also, they knew that it was going to be a billion-dollar industry. They could just cash in. They could get paid back for all this research that they've done into mRNA clot shots up until this point, And they would essentially, at, at the very least, break even. But more than likely, they were going to profit in a way that was unheard of, even in pharmaceutical circles. So when considering both confirmed and suspected cases, vaccine efficacy appears to be dramatically lower than the official 95% claim. I would say that is absolutely factual. 19% versus the 95% they told people. Uh, they also have declared that there is no financial support 
from any organization for their work. There are a few conflict of interest disclosures that were made, but the fact that they're not being paid to produce this study means that they did it out of the best reasons possible. They just wanted to get to the truth. Uh, there was one author who received a grant from Quanta Computer Incorporated. There was another author who was a cardiologist, Peter McCullough. Uh, he has also declared employment and he owns stock in the wellness company. You've been, you've seen Peter McCullough around. He was also on the show. And then a third author is from the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. So researchers criticized Pfizer and Moderna trial reports saying that they had exclusive focus on relative risk, uh, while omitting absolute risk reduction. So they argued, Absolute risk reduction gives a better indication of a drug's clinical utility. You've got both types of risk estimation. Both of them are required to avoid reporting bias and to provide a more comprehensive perspective on vaccine efficacy. By omitting one of those risks, the absolute risk statistics, it leads to the overestimation of the clinical benefits of the vaccine. So it's like you're taking half of the equation out uh, and Therefore, you have a much better likelihood of this drug working only if you ignore a large portion of the data set. That 95% efficacy rate using the the relative risk reduction measure, uh, absolute risk reduction for Pfizer and Moderna were 0.7 and 1.1%. Wow, there's literally no reduction in risk. So, uh, yeah, going back to Fredo's question, how do they even figure that one person was helped by these vaccines? An absolute risk reduction of approximately 1% for the COVID-19 mRNA vaccinations meant that a substantial, I'm going to start over, an absolute risk reduction of approximately 1% for the COVID-19 mRNA vaccinations meant that a substantial number of individuals would need to be injected in order to prevent a single mild to moderate case of COVID-19. Therefore, it's completely unnecessary. Uh, Buck Wayne says, I would not, not be surprised to find out that the bioweapon creators added Nephilim and or ancient species DNA into the mRNA experiments to see who would survive. These people are evil. So I'm going to repeat that last statement. If they wanted to prevent one case, a single case of COVID, mild to moderate, They would have to vaccinate 142 people, 142 people. And even then, I don't see how that would solve anything at all, because these vaccines appear to be virtually non-existent. They don't work. So taking into account all of these numbers, as well as the infection fatality rates of COVID-19, which we know to be relatively low, researchers concluded that roughly 52,000 people would need to be vaccinated to prevent one single COVID-19 related death. So that means for two lives saved, you'd have to inject 100,000 people with the Pfizer vaccine. But you have a risk of 27 deaths per 100,000 Pfizer shots. (laughs) As much as you save for every jab, that's how you get to the 14 lives that would be lost due to the injection of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine. You'd have to inject 100,000 people to save one life, but for every 100,000 people, you would be killing 27. Uh, they also noted that the FDA 
uh, Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee. One of the committees at this Food and Drug Administration that's supposed to be making sure they're not injecting poison into your bodies did not include absolute risk reduction measures when they reviewed this vaccine data. So this practice deviated from the guidelines which have been well established and put in place by the Food and Drug Administration. They state that both approaches, the relative and absolute risk reduction, are crucial in order to avoid the misguided use of pharmaceuticals. Of course, that's exactly what happened. There was a misguided use of pharmaceuticals. And it wasn't President Trump who created the vaccine or injected it into anybody's arm. It was the Food and Drug Administration and the National Institutes of Health and Pfizer and Moderna. These organizations working together are what conspired to kill 27 people for every 100,000 people. But I think we probably lost a lot more than that. So let's talk about the serious adverse events. These are people who had side effects. Uh, An analysis in September of 2022 uh, sought to detail the pervasiveness of those serious adverse events uh, among the vaccinated group in these trials. So the analysis looked at both sets of data, both Pfizer and Moderna, and they discovered roughly 125 adverse events per 100,000 vaccine recipients. So that would indicate that one serious adverse event takes place for every 800 vaccines that were injected. In the Pfizer trial, they exhibited a 36% higher risk of serious adverse events in the vaccine group versus the placebo. The Moderna trial exhibited a 6% higher risk of serious adverse events in that vaccine group. So these two findings uh, stand in stark contrast to the claims that were made by the FDA that adverse events, serious adverse events by these two pivotal drug trials were balanced between treatment groups. So the discrepancy can only happen in one way. It would be because the FDA only counted the number of individuals who achieved serious adverse events rather than the total serious adverse events that were experienced by all participants in these drug trials. And since a single person can have multiple serious adverse events, when you only count individuals, it would produce a lower number than the total number of such adverse events. And we've actually spoken with people in the past uh, who were involved in these drug trials. Uh, Brooke Jackson, I believe, uh, Brooke told us that at the time, that even if a person had myocarditis, uh, and then they also had, I don't know, metal on the brain, or they had death, you know, let's say they have four different adverse events as a result of taking the jab. They would only count one. They wouldn't count all the others. And oftentimes, they wouldn't even count the adverse events. They, they would just write it off as something completely different. So when you take a look at these adverse events in a collective fashion, the risks in the vaccine group are substantially elevated beyond what was actually published and determined by the Food and Drug Administration. So that meant that the subjects were actually over four times at the risk of suffering these serious adverse events after getting vaccinated than they were of getting hospitalized for any infection. In the Moderna trial, subjects were more than two times at risk of experiencing similar. And to put these findings in perspective, the official adverse event rate for other vaccines is only one to two per million. Wow. 
one to two per million. So they estimate that based on Pfizer's trial data, uh, they had 1,250 serious adverse events per million. That exceeds the benchmark by at least 600 fold, 600 times as deadly, 600 times as likely to suffer a serious adverse event. In the study, researchers noted that the safety of these mRNA products was never fully assessed. It wasn't done in a manner, anyways, that was consistent with acceptable scientific standards, and certainly not standards for vaccines or standards for gene therapy products. Uh, and, of course, gene therapy product is a much more accurate classification for mRNA vaccines. But, of course, who wants to take a gene therapy product? I mean, people feel a lot more safe taking a vaccine. Uh, many of the key findings in this trial were, at the end of the day, misrepresented or they were likely entirely omitted from the published reports that they gave out to people. And, you know, this information obviously has slowly been trickling out. Uh, over the months, as Pfizer data began to be released after that court trial, uh, we began to learn that uh, a lot of what we had suspected was uh, absolutely true. Now we can take those suspicions and the data from the Pfizer and Moderna trials and we can put it together into a rigorous scientific examination uh, so that perhaps people out there who are considering getting yet another jab, maybe they'll know that it's not something they want to do. And just because you haven't had a serious adverse event yet doesn't mean that you're not as likely to have one in the future. You know, I, I've found in a number of cases, it appears to be cumulative. People get one jab, they feel kind of bad. And then they get a second jab and they feel much, much worse. And then they, they can't see and their bones stop working. But it was only after uh, the safety testing protocols and toxicology requirements were bypassed, completely ignored by the Food and Drug Administration and the makers of these vaccines that these two trials were prematurely terminated. There was never any unbiased assessment of these potential serious adverse events. It was only after the EUA was ordered that the serious biological consequences of rushing these trials became evident because we had numerous cardiovascular, neurological, reproductive, hematological, malignant, and autoimmune serious adverse events. All of them identified and all of them published in peer-reviewed medical literature. Uh, and then don't forget the vaccines were all produced and evaluated in a series of trials that were not the same ones that were manufactured and administered to people around the world. The vaccination campaign used a different production and a different production process. Uh, and that has been shown to have varying degrees of that DNA contamination. So you've got several excess deaths, cardiac events, strokes, uh, and a number of other serious adverse events that have wrongly been ascribed to COVID-19 rather than to the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. Think about how many people are suffering with long COVID right now. I, most of those people have taken the COVID-19 jab, and it's not that they have long COVID. They are vaccine injured. A lot of times the injuries from these vaccines overlap with the post-acute state of sickness from COVID-19. So this COVID-19 syndrome uh, acts as COVID-19 illness, and then it ends up obfuscating the true nature of the sickness and what's going on with that person. So they ignore the vaccine and how that may have contributed to people getting sick.
And then, of course, they're out there getting multiple booster injections because they believe that they need to rejuvenate their immune system. Uh, and in some cases, they do have an immune deficiency because their immune system has been completely replaced with the spike production factories that are in these mRNA clot shots. So paradoxically, they are contributing to their own susceptibility to COVID-19. This is why the people who get jabbed continue to get sick over and over and over again. For the vast majority of adults below the age of 50, they essentially say that the benefits of these vaccines were dwarfed by the potential disabling and life-harming risks. So do not get a vaccine if you have not yet. Now, the CDC and the FDA are supposed to protect people. It's quite clear that they did not. Uh, They are essentially doing the bidding of the pharmaceutical industrial complex. Uh, That would probably, in my opinion, be one of the very first things that President Trump must address once he gets back into office. And I I would uh, hope that elected officials in Congress, in in the House and in the Senate, I I hope that they see this. Um, Ron Johnson, he's probably going to be one of the people who would call a hearing to have this uh, discussed. And we need to have Rochelle Walensky brought back in. We need to have Anthony Fauci brought back in, Deborah Burks, anybody who lied to the American people uh, in regards to the true nature of this stuff. All right, you guys, I think that we're going to go ahead and call it a night right there because it's Lisa's birthday and I've still got another show that I've got to do later on. There's a lot of stories we didn't get a chance to talk about, but tonight at 9 p.m. I'll be live with Brad on Altered State. So we'll go ahead and probably get into some of them over there uh, as long as they correlate to the subject that we're going to be discussing. So if you have not yet, please hit the like button. Uh, please share the show. Help us get the word out. I would really appreciate it. Rumble kind of screwed me this week. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm trying to recover. I think some people don't even know that I've put videos out. Uh, so thank you to slug trail who says, sorry for hogging the chat. I, I didn't see you hogging the chat, buddy. You're, you're totally fine. Uh, and never, Never apologize, you guys. If you're in there in the chat and you're saying stuff and you're interacting with people, don't apologize. The chat is there for people to use. So I don't want you to feel like you hogged anything, Slug Trail. And then Sean Joe dropped two cookies as well. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Please, if you have family or friends who are considering getting a COVID-19 mRNA clot shot injection, please make sure that they understand the dangers of this. Give them the article, give them this video, uh, and if they want to do the research, they can call me a liar, go do the research, and then find the information for themselves, and then come back uh, and let me know what you think then. All right, we're going to go ahead and pass out these gold pills one more time. Happy, happy birthday to the lovely Real Red Pill 78 guys. Fiance. Thank you so much. Why is that making noise? Uh, mute the tab. All right, gold pills have been handed out. Good luck. God bless. Hopefully I see you tonight at 9 p.m. on Badlands Media. If not, tomorrow here, 5 p.m., right on Red Pill 78. One more time for Red Pill News. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.